Hello, greetings friends, it's your Chapo, and today we're bringing you a, a very special episode. Uh, we've, we've convened for you a symposium about an important topic that has been um, sort of roiling the discourse over the last couple days, and really for a while now, and I, I think it's high time that we examine this concept from all angles and really dive into it and you know break it down for you on a, a level that I think few people have uh, dared to so far. Uh, the topic I'm talking about, of course, is orcs. Orcs. Who are they? Whole cloud can, smoke can, orc. Can man and orc coexist? Should orcs be hard or soft? Are orcs decolonized or not? Should they be? Are, does the mere existence of orcs in the fantasy genre, um, is it so problematic that they should be done away with entirely? Or can they be uh, sort of, are there revisionist orcs possible? Basically, what I'm trying to say to you is, dude, you're getting an orc. <laughs> and for this symposium, of course, uh, I have Matt and Felix with me, as always, but we've decided to bring in an orc expert onto the program today to break this down for you. And that is, of course, Alex Branson of Episode One. Branson, hello. What up, no? Hey, how you guys doing? So we wanted to do an orc episode, and we thought, hey, like, well, the easiest way into orcs is the through the world of Warcraft. It's, you know, the primary world in which orcs inhabit and wouldn't you know it, a couple years back, they made a Warcraft movie. And I thought, hey, this will be fun. I'm sure this is goofy. We can get a lot of juice out of that. Uh, me, Matt, and Felix watched the Warcraft movie last night. And I think it basically caused kind of an existential crisis for Felix. I'm, I, I, have you recovered? Yeah, no, I feel I, I would be the worst I felt after watching any of the crap we have to watch. I, I don't know if you noticed. I woke up at uh, 6.30 today. Uh, that isn't normal for me. Um, it made me feel really bad. And it made me feel bad because I was expecting, it was like, oh, this is the orc movie. Like, this is going to be so funny. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a fun, we're going to have a fun episode. And you watch it and it's, you realize slowly that it's the same as Wonder Woman. It's the same as the oh, Avengers. Yeah. It's the same. It's all these fucking same movies down to like, specific parts like the specific part where the protagonist goes to some like nether nether region where uh he figures out what's good and what's bad it's well, the same as like when, 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 when it's the same as like when some like some like d- woman who's like a part of the different race kills a member of her own race and they're like oh that proves she's good it's the exact same and it just filled me with this awful dread and it's like these you can't even say these movies are made by machines. They're made by Hollywood pedophiles who behave as machines. And that's what's really so sad about it. Like the bullshit Christian movies we watch are like hilarious, but they don't make me feel bad because I can see the humanity in the gap between the intentions of the filmmaker and the results. And also their errors show what type of person they are. I don't the only insight in the type of person I have that made this film through watching it is how just no effort there was fucking nothing. Well, the movie was made by Duncan Jones, who is David Bowie's son and also apparently a huge world of Warcraft fan. So that there was at least initially there was some, there was some intention to do a, a faithful rendering of the Warcraft universe. And Branson is someone who is probably most familiar with the Warcraft universe. Like how, how would you rate uh, how the success or failure of this movie in terms of rendering uh, the Azeroth universe in a, a faithful manner. Well, I will say this. Um, 
the movie is really clunky and weird, even to like people that know the lore of Warcraft. Um, it seems to borrow from multiple, like there's there. It, Warcraft is, is Felix was exactly right. Saying it's like a Marvelized property now. Cause there's like a fucking comic book. There's like Canon, non-Canon stuff. There's a book that comes in. They time travel all the time. So it's completely fucked up. And even with all that established lore, the Warcraft movie just makes up shit. You guys remember the fucking cube? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. The yeah. cube, no, the cube is like no I almost if I had a gun, if I had a gun during the cube part, I would have killed myself. <laughs> Not that you might think that a magical cube would be a part of the Warcraft universe. I assure you, it is not. That's just something like we got to have a big magic you know what? cube here. Somebody watched your- Transformers movies and they're like that Energon cube that really got the party started. <laughs> What if we made it bigger? Well, I mean, I think you're underselling it here. I mean, obviously, we're, we're jumping ahead. No spoilers. Uh, you know, spoiler alert here. But it's not just a magical cube. It's a magical cube where about two-thirds of Glenn Close's face is inside of it, and she tells you one thing, and then you leave the cube. One but, of the perks of being David Bowie's son, I think, is that you can get Glenn Close in your orc movie. <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, just b- before we get into the, uh, the the Warcraft movie itself, and I- I'm I'm going to have a very hard time relating the plot of it because I I really didn't understand what was going on at almost nobody any, did any, any point. There's ten protagonists, and like a lot of the characters in the movie, they made for the movie, and th- so it's like they just thought that there had to be more characters arbitrarily. I, I don't know. It was a it was a mess. Well, we were watching this last night, and essentially the problem with taking a any video game, but especially these like sort of massive multiplayer online universe games and turning them into a movie is that like, you know, it has all the, the tropes that you like from, from fantasy or of, of a genre that you're familiar with. But as Matt, you were pointing out, like th- those are only engaging in so much as your ability to interact with it. It's what you're bringing to it by playing the game that creates, you know, the uh, any any interest really, and then when you try to create a whole narrative absent your individual input, uh, that's when you see like, yeah, like the whole movie is just like a cutscene, and that's the worst yeah. part of any video game is waiting for the cutscene to end. Well, there's also a lot of things in the movie that are like interspersed throughout where they try to like make nods towards the game that adds absolutely nothing to it. There's a murloc at one point that just goes gurgle gurgle gurgle. What's a they murloc? Constant- <laughs> What's a murloc? It- it's a fish. It's a it's a it's a fish man. Okay, they're literally going over a bridge in a horse. And you oh, hear I remember that man. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that. And that has no point in it. And then you got stuff like the whole baby orc stuff. That's Thrall, who's like the biggest guy in the later games, right? And he's not even if you play this. You know, um, if 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 I want to just get straight into it, like the storyline from the movie is based off a video game from 1994. It's not even like the stuff that, that at, the, at the time kind of, was the most popular IP on the planet, right? May, maybe. I don't yeah. know. It was up there. They didn't make a Command and Conquer movie, so I don't know. But Which like, is too so, bad. That would have been cool. So like it was a 1994 video game, right? And and they had to figure out like two people that was going to be. They have orcs and humans, right? But everybody was an edgelord in 94, right? So it's like you couldn't you couldn't just have evil versus good because that was boring to people in '94. You had to have everybody want to say like Bub, like Wolverine, right? <laughs> and people want to be like say Mona Me, like Gambit, who is a <laughs> very <laughs> right. 
a very, very likable Cajun pedophile. I loved him. He was my favorite guy of the X-Men. I was like, Wolverine was for jocks. Yeah. A, a delicate <laughs> gentleman <laughs> preferred uh, the good man Gambit. Yeah. I mean, Matt, just, I was, Matt, who, who was the Cajun gambler for? He was for me. I loved it. Matt, I was into Gambit, too. I was Hell into yes. Gambit. And I, um, he got I pussy, was, for one thing. Yeah, Gambit got pussy. And I was like, that's cool. Um, fucking, fucking Wolverine was an incel. Fuck him. No, yeah. Well, no, Wolverine was Wolverine was more like that's a not true. Canonically, Wolverine did, does have uh, sex. But I got, uh, he got friend zoned by Jean Grey. Well, I mean, no, Jean Grey, he, uh, no, he like wanted to have an affair with Jean Grey. And she was like, I love you, but uh, we can't be together. But uh, uh, let's like make each other feel bad forever. And I think that's cool. Let's uh, make each other uh, feel bad uh, forever. Uh, but but um, Gambit, I like got cards to throw in my room. Yep. Oh, yes. Like, A little like, Ricky J. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> it was sick. I was just like, oh, man. I mean, like, I can't do the psychic energy that Gambit does, but if I threw him really hard, I could probably cut somebody. Pretty sick. Gambit I, inspired more people to do to do things like that than Wolverine ever inspired. Oh, what absolutely. You do Fuck that guy. Wolverine. You'd have to get surgery to be like Wolverine. I don't think it would work if you got surgery to be like Wolverine. I no, yeah, you would die. Yeah, you're, you would have to get your hands cut off. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're David Bowie's son, you, like, the, your two options are directing the Warcraft movie and getting surgery to become like Wolverine. <laughs> I think, yeah. all, no, he, I chose think he, cho- he chose wrong. Yes, like the last. He should have done like the uh, the Logan movie version of Gambit, where he's like a sixty year old Cajun hornball who plays slots all day <laughs> yeah. and touches the women that yeah. walk by. Oh, like, they got Street. If they made a Gambit movie where essentially he was Ray from Trailer Park Boys, that would be <laughs> so fucking much. That, that would be all. awesome. You lied to the that guy with a- hey, <laughs> You lied to the guy with a staff. Okay, you lied to the guy yeah, with the staff. Make it. Make a uh, make a Alexander Payne movie about Gambit. That would fucking rock. And he's like he's a slots expert. That would rock. <laughs> Well, Felix, you, you just want someone to make a movie about you, okay? Yeah, we're not, we're yeah not, really. We're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about Gambit. We're here to talk about right. orcs. So, yeah. I guess before I get into the uh, the the world of the world of Warcraft, I mean, well, let's talk about the concept of the orc. You know, I mean, right, I guess I right. suppose it was it, it's Tolkien who is credited with uh, this this fantasy trope. Was he the first person yeah. to to use the orc in a, a well? He took famous that shit from Beowulf, basically. Okay. It was like Orcus was Latin to mean something. I don't remember. It wasn't good, whatever it meant. But it was in Beowulf, right? And so when we go to Tolkien, right, who who wrote Lord of the Rings so he could make his own language, just the highest autist energy of all time. <laughs> so the classic orcs he describes are actually like indistinguishable from goblins. They hated the daylight. They were gross. Uh, they're greedy, dumb. And then the Urukai were the ones that like every orc that comes out on any medium nowadays is like based off of, right? They're smarter. They're still mean and like warlike, but they're like not dumb. And, you know, they're like twisted versions of elves and humans. And uh, uh, one thing I wanted to argue when I bring it up here is that like people would always talk about like the context of orcs and they talk about like Tolkien and what was and is and isn't racist. But I want to say that the Warcraft universe is infinitely more racist than Tolkien is <laughs> about portrayals of 
different fantasy races. And, you know, I know I was talking to you earlier, Will, and like how, like, you know, the good orcs are, are brown and the bad orcs are green and all this like skin color obsession with how like the orcs work. And in the Warcraft universe, the orcs are by far the most um, race that has the most depth to it. Um, if you actually look about the Warcraft like stuff, people always complain that like the people that make Warcraft are obsessed with orcs. All of the main storyline stuff that ever happens in the universe happens to the orcs, right? Um, and even in this movie, shit, it's like the main thing is all about the orcs. The humans, nobody really gives a shit. Like uh, the king, he's just a nice king. That's his whole character, right? And then you have a queen. Her, her whole character is a nice queen. And then you have a dorky mage, and you got like a, a like the dumbest idea of cool in the world with Lothar. It's like a guy that fights real well, but he also loves his son, and he drinks a lot, and that's cool to people. So it's like the Warcraft universe has races other than orcs who are like a deeply shamanistic people that get like the raw deal, right? So they're empathetic immediately. People like playing as the orcs. Um, they're cool. They're tough. They're serene at times, but they have a dark side, right? It's just like every guy that chugs monster energy drinks like, I love you, but if you fuck with my friends, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Basically, Warcraft arcs are, are, are Clargon, uh, uh, the the dumbass that Felix plays whenever we do D&D together. Clargon had a lot of depth. Yeah. <laughs> but the, like, the, the original trope here, like in Tolkien, is that the orcs were like a race that were a stand-in that were like sort of coded as being, I guess, sort of, swarthy sort of savage barbarian like who know only right. war who don't really have higher culture and are just sort of like a uh, uh, brutes that are that are sort of uh, enforcers for the the evil right. the ma- magicians right yeah they're they're referred to as like twisted versions of the versions not virgins of the elves that uh, uh stayed behind right and they get raised up to be these big greedy evil things and and tolkien gets a lot of flack but i don't think tolkien was that racist I do want to say that I think it is almost impossible for anyone born before 1980 to be not racist. And Tolkien, no. for his time, was not that bad. He was fu- He was okay. He was, yeah, he, he was, was better fine. than I mean, average like, for sure. He wasn't like H.P. Lovecraft, you know, who yeah, was exactly. Exactly. Like, Lovecraft. by the standards of his own time. You know, still yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All H.P. Lovecraft stories were about, I mean, if you really boil it down, they were about, like, a white man hearing jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, that's I, I think, truly I think what of, they were actually, about. Uh, I think all of Lovecraft stories are basically about the end of colonialism and, like, the, the end of, like, sort of uh, yeah. like the, the white man's world. And, like, the, that's the kind of indescribable and, and sexual. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I said. They yeah. invented jazz to end colonialism. <laughs> it shows what you know about music. But, uh... <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I mean, Lovecraft, like, he's not even that anti-Semitic, like, his thing about Jews is just that they're, like, short, and that they're, like, they're too, they're, they get too epic. You mean, you mean Tolkien? <laughs> Tolkien, yeah, 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 Tolkien. Yeah, that's, like, that's his thing about Jews, and, like, for an English guy at, at that time, that's really, like, not that bad at all, and he's calling orcs just, like, orcs represent all non-whites, and it's, like, well, they have friends. They like they they say things. They, that's like a better perception of non-whites than most English people have have today. Yeah. Honestly, like he refused to declare like himself Aryan, and his book wasn't translated into German. So he's like yeah. a little yeah. Also, yeah, with, most with, most English guys wrote books at that time, and the books were called like 
you know, the gaiety of the of the Anglo uh, super race. And they were translated into all the most racist languages. Well, yeah. But Tolkien didn't. Tolkien didn't do that. Tolkien also was a uh, Catholic, so he already is coming from already like an outsider's perspective within, you know, England. That's so, true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but like, you know, it, as far as fantasy tropes go, like the, the orc, it, you know, sort of stands for the, right. the, the other who's just sort of like uh, larger, more physically imposing, warlike. It's the level 10 but, monster. But, but, but incapable of higher culture. Yeah, it is, it is fantasy writing by its nature is is very like insanely formulaic. Um it kind of has to be as like a comfort food type thing. It's like soap opera literature where you just have to have a like a team of different personalities, you need some cool shit in the way and you have to triumph over the other, you know? And so that's where that's like the significance of like orcs to me as they kind of came off um even like you look at like D D orcs which were probably the next big development in orcish technology <laughs> <laughs> you know the D orcs made them like okay well how are our orcs going to be different and those orcs are literally pigs <laughs> you look at the 1975 drawings of orcs in like old like first edition D books they are pigs they're pig men they have snouts and are pink and so, like it's great it's great. Probably the best version of orcs. But those sadly didn't didn't last and they kind of became something else, you know. Well, by the by the by the time of Warcraft and the Warcraft movie, uh the orc had been sort of evolved into like they're basically each of them are basically like hulks. They look like sort of miniature hulks, but they have big hulk hands, uh semi-human like 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 uh eyes and and noses but then they have big tusks coming out of their mouth yeah really cool it's just all really cool across the board i agree um so, so before we get into the movie i i do want to talk about uh some of the other stuff in war some of the other races in warcraft and i i like i've played it my whole life you know i grew up i was i remember playing like warcraft 2 when i was like nine years old Right. My dad was a computer guy, so he had all this shit. He let me play Doom when I was like six years old. So it's like orcs are the most well thought out race in the whole thing. Now, there is another race in the Warcraft universe called the trolls. Now, when people think of trolls, they typically think of like large kind of behemoth things. And these trolls are tall, kind of gangly blue men with tusks as well. And uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, but trolls in Warcraft speak in a very specific accent. Uh, if I would try to do this accent on the show, I would immediately be canceled, even though I would be doing a troll accent from a video game that currently exists. It like in a lot of fancy stuff, they'll borrow stuff from different cultures, right? Like uh, in even Lord of the Rings, they talk about the people from the south, those like the Saracens or whatever. The trolls are straight up speaking a patois. They constantly reference smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> they removed <laughs> jokes about trolls in the World of Warcraft saying we be jamming and smoking weed. It is the most blatantly racist thing I've ever seen in a video game. They constantly mention voodoo, and that's their main <laughs> form of worship. And the kicker for me is that the entire race, not a single one wears shoes. They don't wear it's shoes. It's legal, Branson. It's legal. I, it comes from the earth. I know. <laughs> You're speaking my language. It got I had here. no idea about this. No, they this say, is, they wow. say 
like we be jamming um a lot of a lot of really good a lot of really deep patois and it's uh it's really aggressive honestly <laughs> so uh, how how does the world of warcraft treat uh dwarves and elves cuz they show up dwarves. in the movie but very briefly okay so dwarves they do the very there is not a single new personality trait for the dwarves they are straight up they live underground. They mine for gold. The only thing that's really different about the dwarves is that they know how to build guns for some reason. No one else can build guns. Just the dwarves know how. And then the elves are, I just, I, what I noticed about this elf, elvish character design is that they just gave them much bigger ears than uh, yeah. previous. Like, cause you know, elves have the pointy ears, but they made them like pointy ears that were like coming oh, and, off their and head. eyebrows. Yeah. 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 I, I do notice I was watching it when the elves show up for the first time, the very first elf you see, it's like a meeting of like 20 people and just like, they're all wearing like robes and armor. And then it's just an elf woman wearing nothing. Just with some of the biggest tits you'll see. Hell yeah. It's just like, oh, there's your elf. There's the fan service right there. No, but elves in Warcraft are just like straight. They're they're lithe, arrogant, tall, haughty. There's like just pretty much a straight rip off. Like they're blonde haired, blue eyed people and they love wine. There's like a million different subtypes of elves that are just like rip offs of different other fantasy things. But they're also addicted to magic and they live around a big well of magic. I like I I like elves. Elves are good because they show you. So you can't really get this insight unless you read those English race books from the nineteen twenties. Uh, they show like older con- conceptions of like Dutch people. That's what <laughs> elves really are. Like they're just like Dutch and and uh, Norwegian people, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see what people thought about those people. Uh, well, like I, I I do think that the orcs have developed. Less so as like their own weird thing as as an orc exists as an antithesis to a to a to an elf. Everything that an elf elf is, the orc is the opposite. Yeah, the elves it, are they're they're refined. They have they're snobbish. They're very uh, elegant, and they have like a right. very uh, sort of ornate high culture. Orcs drive four wheelers. <laughs> when they go to the gas station, they leave their car running outside. <laughs> uh, they they love wearing bones and horns. Uh, it's basically all they wear. Um, an elf has never bought a scratcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> an elf has never bought Dub Bomb Burrito. <laughs> yeah, an elf would never find themselves in a gas station, but uh, they, they they would never buy a Bang Energy while there. That's the that is the funniest shit. Is my dad watching Lord of the Rings movies? And crying during them, and then being like, uh, <laughs> and then and then and then being like, uh, the elves are Jewish. I love watching. That was the greatest. <laughs> like, I, I, what? I love watching the beginning of the Lord of the Rings and just betting people that they won't make it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing on the e on the e one gambling was movie betting. <laughs> Uh, betting okay, on Titanic, so no- I, 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 I'm I putting my marker down. It's going to reach New York. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another race that is uh, very, very one-dimensional uh, is the Tauren, which are like Minotaur. And they make Minotaurs and most other stuff, right? They, they love mazes, and they're aggressive and mean and strong. And this one, um, the capital city of the Minotaur is, is tents and teepees. There's big-ass totems everywhere. When you greet them in the game, they actually say how, 
They wear a lot of feathers in their hair. They're very peaceful, in tune to nature. And one of the quotes they say is, put your ear to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And the best best, uh, thing about it is if you go inside some of the homes in their capital city in the game of World Warcraft, they won't have any furniture, but they will have about an eight-foot-long, large peace pipe. Okay. So yeah, the, the the writers of this game are you know not exactly they're not flexing their imagination really. No. Yeah, I haven't got to the best one yet. The okay. goblins. Okay, they're Did very it? industrious. They're an inventive race. They're obsessed with making and hoarding money. They okay. are in charge of most of the banks. They are short, have large ears, and big noses. And at one point in their history, they were all slaves. <laughs> okay all right they well, are also an incredibly horny race who okay. constantly yeah, make references to that. yes uh i, I many, read about that at their Sturmer. yeah many of them are on the uh shitty media magical creature <laughs> list <laughs> no i mean like like most anti-semitism you know context i didn't is say anything about but okay no i know you didn't say anything but um no i mean like I feel like a lot of like the stuff that goblins do is taken out of context. Just like Watto. This is like how I felt about Watto. That he's like he's actually like mischaracterized. He's like kind of a nice man. Uh, um, you know, and and the, la- the last one I wanted to mention was the uh, Pandaren. And just take a guess on who they're <laughs> <laughs> This is a race of panda people, right? Yes. Okay. Well, going by the name, you know how Armenian names end? I'm yeah. going to say Armenian, yeah. I'll give us some additional hints. They're interested in philosophy, cooking, and their practice of kung fu. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, definitely Armenian. Wait a second. So and did, they did, they worship a crane, an ox, a jade serpent, and a white tiger. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I mean, look. So, like, any in, in the fantasy genre, like you have these different races, and like the human being is always going to be like their culture and sort of look is always going to be centered on like medieval Europe, right? So. Yeah. It's like the default is always going to be sort of like Caucasian European, and then there are these other uh, other other fantasy magical creature races that are sort of like that are going to be slotted in for any non-white person. So right. already, you know, you're, you're, we're you know we're, we're playing from a deck that's already you know stacked against uh, you know modern uh, sensibilities. But I mean, is 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 there any way to to salvage these tropes? You know, I suppose that well, the, the Warcraft movie does essentially try to make orcs woke they try to they try to humanize the orc yeah. in a way that for instance the lord of the rings movies did it where they're only you know like the disgusting uh, villains but i think in trying to do that as we've mentioned i think they ended up making it more offensive well, i think they also made it quite longer than the movie <laughs> had to be so i guess in, in the movie itself um basically it begins with uh the orcs create they have to open an they open an orc portal to our world they, they go from the they go they go from the orc world to the human world because uh they've 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 like basically it's like an environmental catastrophe they've done global warming to the orc world by yeah, using done a, magical glo- global warming they've they've used a like an evil magic called uh the fell which i appreciated because it was like you know mark e smith and the fell uh, they 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 use the fell to uh, it's like the most powerful black magic, but like to to use the magic, it has to draw, it has to sort of suck life energy, it has to take orgone energy from both living beings and the land itself, and they've made what was once a lovely orc planet into like a burnt out husk, so that they need to like you know conquer other worlds to you know keep uh 
keep fueling their their evil fell magic and right. that's and that's how like the the sort of initial band of uh the orcs uh enter the human world of Azeroth. Now here uh, before we get into this movie here, I just want to read a list of the names of the characters in this movie. This is by no means like complete, but here are just a few of the names of the characters that I'm just going to read off here. Uh Lothar, Garona, Duratan, Medva, Gul'dan, Cadgar, Orgrim, Karos, and Draka. And would you believe it or not, this is one of those movies where people say the names of the characters a lot. Yeah, but also it's really like most people that I've watched this with. Uh, I watched this earlier today, the very first time I've ever watched it sober. And uh, I, 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 every time I've ever watched it with anyone, they have no idea what anyone in the whole movies, not a single name is. Oh, yeah. Flor- Florpdorp. What was that? Oh yeah, it's it's impossible to keep up because the movie just gets straight into plot. Oh yeah, like it just like, they show up and shit just starts happening and like characters are introduced like one right after the other and it's very hard to figure out what's going on or why anyone is doing anything. So I guess like the human protagonist and then they give you the names of places as well, which I really like, like Ironforge and Stormwind. And uh, Elwyn Forest, and we're just yeah, it's just fa- it's just fan yeah. service. That's all that is. So, like the human protagonist is a guy named Lothar, who's played by the guy who plays Ragnar Lothbrook in the History Channel uh, original series Vikings. So, I, I primarily know him as a Viking, but in this, he shows up as a little bit more of a, a high medieval type character who has you know Wait, armor. Is, is and History sort of a- Channel is getting into prestige TV. Oh yeah, oh, oh, dude, Vikings oh, has fuck. been like seven or eight seasons now. It's been it's been run for a while. It's like a nerdier Ray Donovan. <laughs> that, that, honestly, that's kind of Vikings is very much that. Can we can we watch Ray Donovan next, please? <laughs> can we please watch Ray Donovan next? I mean, so, I'm yeah. Wait, shouldn't we watch the Orc Cop movie next? What did you think? No, of the Orc no. Cop, people ruin people ruin that for Andrew Branson because they're like. Check it out! Like yeah. they got tagged in nine hundred posts about it. About, yeah, get a, get yeah. a couple of those a day. It was ruined. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Do you know what Ray Donovan's about? Uh, Ray Donovan is a cleaner. He's a cool Irish he's a fixer. Solves, no, yeah. Solves so Ray crimes. Donovan is about a guy whose only expertise is being from Boston and wearing <laughs> wearing Donna Karen suits, and uh, his job is like a famous person is will be like. Uh, Ray, I accidentally killed a woman by having sex with her. Can you throw her in a dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> he makes $90,000 a year. It's a, it's a fat, it's a, Ray Donovan. It's a fantasy yeah. that ha- is the world if the Irish people weren't held back by those yeah. whites. I, yeah, I, um, I, if I worked for Trump, I would make a season of Ray Donovan where Ray has to clean up the deep state for Donald Trump because he <laughs> would get reelected and serve for life if I made that. But it's the new it's like a lesser version of like I remember like being a kid, my dad watching The Sopranos and he went and bought a leather jacket. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's now all these 50 year old guys are trying to get fitted suits and looking like absolute shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Liev Shriver is like in shape as a middle aged guy. But all the guys who watch it are they just have like the gut you have from eating Monsanto products, just the hardened gut. And they try to wear Ray Donovan slim Donna Karen suits, and it just like, oh yeah, I can see literally everything wrong. With they the look like right split now. bratwursts. <laughs> yes, yes. Ray Donovan. I watched an hour of Ray Donovan highlights with my brother and sister, and it was, 
incredible. Wait a minute, who's Just making Ray? Are, is someone yeah. making Ray Donovan uh, compilations? Yeah, no. Are, are they playing? Yeah, yeah. Is it just footage of him with like Lincoln Park playing in the background? No, it's like it'll be like it was called like Ray Donovan most badass scenes, and it was just scenes of Ray Donovan like his wife being like Ray with leaving you t- t- too much Boston bullshit, and he's like <laughs> God damn it, and like punches the door. You know that guy? Then, he makes those to blow off steam from making his Riley Reed compilation video. <laughs> yeah. Ray Donovan, you know, Ray Donovan compilation. You know who made it? You know who made it? It was absolutely like a 50-year-old man who was so moved by Ray Donovan, he downloaded Windows Movie Maker. (laughs) I got to show the people about this friggin' Ray Donovan over here. Ray Donovan, yeah, if you're like a Trump voter who lives in Mississippi, it's the only premium cable show you watch. I think it's these all, people. I love Ray Donovan. These people live among us, though. Like, like I, I was talking to my brother like last year, and he just slipped out of nowhere. He watched like seven seasons of Burn Notice. And I'm like, <laughs> how does this happen? Like, I, like he just gets dropped. That I thought that was like a fake thing. No, Branson. It's like if you like still are in contact with people in the middle. It's like this is like the opiate crisis. If you don't look out for people, <laughs> they will be watching Ray Donovan and fucking Burn Notice and Covert Affairs. I knew a guy. I'm sorry. It's specifically people from Missouri. I knew a fucking guy from Missouri who's like, dude, do you watch Covert Affairs? And I was like, no. I've never and even he heard like, of that show. He was, he I'm going to have like, to text the, my dad, like, ask him if he knows what Covert Affairs is. He was like, the girl on it's really hot. It's like, that you know, is a just very, jack off. That's a you very Missouri thing of <laughs> yeah. just justifying why you watch something because the woman on it's so hot. You can just <laughs> masturbate to pornography. Yeah, exactly. You can just do yeah. that. I think yeah. it's because for some sorts of masculine men in this country to want, to get invested uh, in a TV show that's basically gay. That's story. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch it's of guys out. wearing makeup. So you have to have a masculine reason to watch. So I like to ogle the hot cans on the young lady on the program. Either that, or they think it's feminine to jack off at a laptop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to jack off at your huge TV. You got to um, jack off at your rear projection television. I got to jack off in my recliner, so I have big sweat ass stains on it when I pull my pants up. <laughs> yeah, All right. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan's so cool. Ray, <laughs> damn right he is. Yeah. Damn Ray right. Donovan, yeah. Ray I was God thinking, damn I was Donovan's his name, and don't you forget it, mister. Yeah. There's a, there, Ray Donovan has, like, uh antagonist who's just, like, a horny Jewish man. And, no, he's, like, it's, like, it's, like, so written by an Irish, like, just a fat Irish guy, because he's, like, oh, Ray is so cool, and you never lose your cool. And Ray's, like, just says nothing, and he's, uh, the Jewish rapist is, like, Ooh, 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 I, I'm afraid of you, Ray, and runs away and hits his head on a wall. Yeah. This is literally a scene in the show. It's oh. this, you owe me us watching Ray Donovan after a World oh, of Warcraft. Shit, that sounds I'll watch bad. it. What the hell? Yeah, let's do it. John Voight plays his drunk dad, right? John Voight is like the Biden of Ray Donovan because he doesn't know where he is. And, like, every scene, the blocking they give him is just telling them that Ray Donovan is his real son. Like, he's so fucking out of it. The he, only, like, the only, absolutely has dementia. The only place John Voight, rec- the only location he recognizes that when he's in is when he's been giving when he's been given a medal or an award for supporting Israel as much as he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's- I'm just a... 
Twitter search Ray Donovan Trump. Imagine hating on Ray Donovan because John Voight is a Trump supporter. I swear some people are pure comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how I feel about it. But anyway, yeah, we have to go back to Warcraft. I mean, like I said, it doesn't doesn't really uh, serve us to belabor the plot of this movie. Essentially, yeah, the, the humans and orcs come into uh, conflict with one another. You know, as you might imagine, when the orcs, uh, you know, they're, they're, basically the orcs are kind of like refugees. They're like the right wing conception yeah. of what refugees are like. They they want to capture a bunch of humans to build their big portal. Yeah, um, there's a lot of exposition in the movie that. I remember the very like beginning scene where they're riding into the camp on their wolves, which is cool. I won't hear anything bad about that. Uh, where they like catch people up in a way that doesn't really explain anyone anything to anyone who doesn't know anything about Warcraft. They're like, all the clans are here, Laughing Skull, Black Rock. Like nobody knows what the fuck that is. You're not it just like, sounds building cool, anything though. in the film. Yeah, yeah. And I also wrote down during that scene that uh when they're walking into the war camp, one orc is just really fervently biting his axe. Like that's how mad and, and bad and, and how much he loves war. He's grabbing his axe with two hands and just biting it, which I, I just thought was so fucking cool and such a good decision by the filmmaker to really showcase who these orcs are. Well, I mean, the, the main orc is what's his name? Uh, Duratan. Duratan. Yes. Dur- Duratan. He's the main. Duratan is a very cool character. <laughs> I think he sucks. I think he's a goofy. <laughs> he sucks. I think, okay. I think, I think nah, I, he's cool. I like all. There's like the, the the bad orc is like the orc wizard who's using yeah, Mar- Mark Marky e. Smith's the fell. Um, that's Goldan. He's got a yeah. bunch of bones in his back because he uses the fell. I, I I was also watching for when guys get infected by the fell and how they change. Like some of them just turn green and have nothing else. Some of them get bones. Uh, and then the last guy, uh, uh, Blackhand, who is like the big guy with two spines on his back for some reason, is like a cape. He uh he uh he gets a big goopy hand. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, really yeah, inconsistent. He, he with gets what his this hand. Does. He gets his hand cut off, and then the fell brings back. First, it's like a, like a metal hand that's just a weapon, but then it turns into like a gooped up new mutant hand. Yeah, so, it was really gross. Yeah, basically, yeah. The, so so the the good orc Duratan uh, realizes. Which, which let me add, Duratan's not in the 1994 video game. <laughs> completely added for this he's like retcon added to it like so it's it's him and his wife go on the original war party into the human universe and his wife is pregnant and then yeah. gives birth as soon as they they arrive in in the human dimension right so it's the like the orc first moses yeah orc and then yeah he, the, that character becomes orc moses and literally gets you know put in the reeds and sent down the river to be yeah. discovered by you know the israelite slaves later um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then like the, the he's uh, Duratan is the leader of uh like a, like an orc clan, and he's he's honorable and realizes that the you know Goldan and uh, Marky Smith the Fell will bring ruin to wherever it goes. You know, like right. they they ruin the our planet and they're gonna do the same here. So like you know if we want any future for ourselves and our clan, we need to get rid of the the orc uh, the black magic. His his best friend is named Doomhammer, and guess what type of weapon he uses? A Doomhammer. Just a hammer. It's just a big. It's a big hammer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, as far as the humans go, like I said, there's Lothar who you know also sucks. And then there's this like some young. There's like a young wizard character, Cadgar. Yeah. Which the worst. The worst line in the whole fucking movie is when he shows up for the first time and they call him a spell chucker. 
<laughs> yes, I remember that. Uh, that I was, remember that. Yeah, I really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just trouble. I am like I. I'll, I'll. I remember hearing that and like, why can't I just fucking write movies? I wouldn't do that. I'd be better. Somebody, no, somebody should just let me write a movie. I wouldn't say spell chucker. Like, oh, that's a cool thing to say about a wizard. Like somebody that doesn't like them. You stupid spell chucker. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. You uh, vile chucker of spells. And then there's the uh, like the sort of main wizard played by Ben Foster, who's been appointed like the guardian of this realm. And then it turns yeah. out, and then it turns out he's evil. Like he's he's been yeah. corrupted by um, Marky e. Smiths in the fell. Yeah, yeah. He wants to use it for his own purposes. I, I don't know. I didn't really get that part. He well, they helping. don't really explain it. And like the video game, it's because he got a demon put in him when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1994 video game. It's not that it's, it's a bad thing to base a movie off of. But yeah, he got a demon put in him when he was born because his mom beat a demon and then the demon got mad and put a demon in him. Well, a lot of kids get circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then and uh, because he was circumcised, he had a better connection to the fell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then there's uh, the other main character is Garona who is like a half-human, half-orc, played by Paula Patton. And probably, th- this was the most perplexing to me, because we were watching this, the, the, this movie, and we were like, how did Paula Patton get talked into doing this? Because it is really not only... Like, she's green, and she has these little like miniature tusks coming out of her mouth. Yeah. She's, she's supposed to be hot. Like You're supposed to want to have sex with her, but she still has like small, orcish features. And yeah. it's just... Like we were thinking about this, and Matt, you brought up a really good point. How mad is Paula Patton that Zoe Saldana did the same thing and cashed out probably a hundred times more playing a green chick in a movie, but without didn't the have, yeah, didn't have little, to wear the the fucking party city uh, plastic vampire teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I guess there's sort of a. There, I was hoping that there would be a romance between Garona and someone, but it, it never really. Ma, 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 ma. Corona. They keep referencing like, or, or, or like, this is a movie that they truly believed in their heart would have a sequel just from watching it. Yeah. Uh, the references to like the baby getting on, like then they at the end of the movie they're like, "It's your kingdom now, Varian," who's like one of the main characters later on. Like, there's a lot of fan service, but they really truly believed. I think this would be like a fucking monster hit and it's like we'll we'll just leave the plot kind of open-ended and then we'll take care of it the next movie i mean when you were watching this movie the 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 number one word that that kept coming into our minds was uh smooth in that the movie looks smooth it is smooth and it makes your brain smooth when you watch oh yeah and i think like this concept of smoothness has become so ubiquitous in our culture that like like every big movie has this smooth quality to it like and it's just it's both the cgi and it's 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 the plotting it's 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 everything about it it's just sort of you know what really threw me off down every surface what really threw me off with the cgi was that half the time they used cgi horses and the other half they used real horses so every scene that there was a horse there i had to look at it real closely to figure out if it's cgi or not and i just started not knowing what was real and what wasn't (laughs) <laughs> um, another smooth thing that I noticed was, you know, the scene where it's like they're all laying down and, and Corona's being all this guy wants to fuck me. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, uh, you would not be a good mate because you're too you're too fragile. Right. I, I would and hurt then you. She, and then she talks about like how like bad she got fucked up and her bones broke. And then uh, they're all like, sorry. And then Kagar is like, well, I got given up as a child to be a mage. And then Lothar just goes, OK, that was tearful. And then the scene just moves on. 
Like they're like, we got to get it. We have 30 seconds to get in some character development and some backstory. And we just cram it in as fast as we can and then just move on without addressing it, any resolution or any bonding at all. So, yeah, I, I would like to point out that, um, uh, what's his name? Duratan and his crew. Uh, we mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, it's it's unmistakable that they are the good orcs of the movie, and that right. their skin is different than every other orc in the movie. Because like the bad orcs are all green, and like uh, Duratan and his whole family and tribe are like just sort of uh, like pinkish. I'll say, yeah, they're, they're like- sort of like a like a pinkish uh, brownish sort of hue. Yeah. So. Even within the, the orc race, there is like a, you know like a, a superficial but noticeable uh, racial characteristics that the movie is uh, playing with. Yeah, and it, it gets really exhausting in like the Warcraft universe because there ends up being like fucking four more colors where some of them just turn straight black, and then if you really love demons, you turn just red. It's it's fucking exhausting, but yeah, it, it's really weird how they just insist on that as a concept. Also, once your demonic corruption goes away. All the orcs are still green after. It's just like, okay, well, you're not going back. You're just going to still be green for the rest of your life. You're just not going to be a bad guy. So, I mean, essentially, like, the the, the world it sets up is one in which uh, the human universe is being uh, beset by uh, a refugee crisis, but the refugees are what basically Trump and everyone, all the right wing imagines refugees to be. Right. The, the, these are, this is the orc problem that we're facing now. And the orcs are super mad because their hands are so big that they probably can't jack off. So that's why they're mad and they got to come in and beat everybody up. That is one thing I really did notice about the, the creature and character design in the movie is that the, the, yeah, the orcs hands are like freak or just an insanely large. And then just the, the orcs in general are just huge. And it just doesn't seem to me like, uh, any, like any even average band of orcs versus the most elite unit of humans is even a yeah. fair fight. It just doesn't seem like they'd have any edge because they're like, you know, three times the size and weight and strength. It's just the uh, one guy was like, "Oh, you got to outsmart. You got to think uh, think better than them." And then he killed like four of them by just being stronger than. Them I mean, right you can after. you can be you can be smarter or more strategic in a sword fight, but if you're fighting someone who's ten times stronger than you, it's just it doesn't like uh, the, your wits are only going to take you so far. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, they should have just completely fucked him up. It would have been a cooler movie. You guys remember when that orc threw that horse? Yep, that was cool. It should have just been a lot of like an hour and a half of that. <laughs> Is there is there is there any is there any uh like like um adaptation that uh uses orcs in in a better way than than Warcraft? Has there been any other mainstream like film or television shows that deal with orcs in a way that is uh both sort of more humanistic but also uh more badass than what we saw in this movie? I don't think so. Like it it's it's a thing that definitely has a ceiling to it. If you're going to be working with orc-based properties, you definitely have to deal with like all the orc-based shit cuz even in like nerds will get super mad if you have orcs that are slightly different. I remember in D&D, they had like a subrace of orcs in like 3.5 that were like agrarian peaceful orcs. I remember people like posting and getting mad about that like what is this? These guys aren't orcs. What are you doing? Orcs are fine. Just leave them alone. Like I don't know. Fantasy as a trope is so resistant to change. Like people like it and they just want it to stay like it is forever. Um, like that's kind of like the old school nerd mindset where now and then you have the opposite side of it where you want to make like fluffy, cuddly, squishy, cute orcs and shit and post a lot of deviant art about it. But and like, like, yeah, but like is, is the fantasy genre as a whole like inherently reactionary so that when you try to 
do revisionist versions of it, it always comes out sort of weird? Or should you be able to enjoy fantasy for what it is as something that is always sort of inherently a little bit reactionary or like, or just the, the tropes within I mean, it. Is there any, I mean, like, is, is this think, just what people are obsessed over? I think people like fantasy cause it's comfortable and it's, it's nice and it's fun and you can just read it and kind of move along with your day. You can't just read like literary, like fiction all day sometimes. And you know, I remember when I was working at the group home, like we had a lot of kids there. Kids would do not want to read fucking, uh, the plot to destroy America. You know, they don't want to fucking read that. Every 17 year old wants to read an adaptation of the Wolverine X-Men origins movie. <laughs> like that was the books that kids actually read. Kids would like ask me to bring in books and I, I bring them in and they would just want nothing to fucking do with them. And then we would get like a shipment of something donated to us and it would have like, you know, the novelization of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The novelization of the Warcraft so, movie. We know what the role of fantasy is already. It, it it exists as it is. I think people want to kind of change that, and that's fine, too. I don't think it really matters, and I think if you care about it, you're a weirdo. But I think it's fine, and um, it's going to be inherently reactionary, probably, just because it's dealing with all that old baggage, and you can trace the lineage of fantasy back to fucking, you know, the 1920s and shit. So it's always going to have that element to it, but you're also only going to find it if you dig. Like, Nowadays, I feel like people are a lot better about it because fantasy isn't even like a realm. I feel like that is dominated by old school nerds anymore. No, I mean, I think fantasy is dominated by like a uh, Game of Thrones now. Like, like that that's yeah. set that set the new kind of uh, like the new level for any kind of fantasy thing. And when we were watching this movie, it just seemed like the the studio wanted sort of more of a Game of Thrones feel. But like they're up against it because it's Game of Thrones with way more CGI and absolutely no tits. Well, so there's just, it's got this, there's nothing, there's nothing there. God, can you imagine if there were some tits in this movie? <laughs> there should have been, there should have been some tickle uh, greenies. I, I feel like this movie's exhausting. And the main mistake this movie made is that there's fucking 20 main characters in it and they keep adding characters that don't matter. And so they really had to condense a two hour film. Yeah, it's like a, a video game that takes like a thirty hours to play. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put down all that uh, intricate plotting into uh, into yeah two hour motion picture. Um, so yeah, like uh, basically like so it it ends with like uh, uh, Garona like kills the human king because he requests he like asks her to kill him because if he if she kills him then she'll become the orc leader. It's like in their society, if you kill the leader of another society, you become the leader they, of yours. They call it. They call it dumb man. If you kill the <laughs> uh, the king, you're dumb man. I think if you want to get a good grasp on like orc society, just think about like just the night after warp tour ends and who's left. Everyone's that ra- makes sense. Everyone's raising the roof. Everyone's chugging monster. Everyone's drinking warm pop off. Like it's it's going down. And I, I do want to say that that last scene, right, where she stabs the king in the back and it's like, oh, she's crying. Boo hoo, boo hoo. I liked him so much, even though I was rude to him my whole life. And uh, uh, and then the guy swoops down on the griffin, which was disgusting looking, by the way. It was the one thing I really didn't like the look of. It just I, I got bad vibes from it. It was like, I don't know how you make a fantasy creature seem like Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. It was like an uncanny valley for a creature that doesn't exist. <laughs> but I really just remember being like this fucking Griffin's beak is grossing me the fuck out. 
And uh, he comes down with his shitty facial hair, which, by the way, everyone in this movie has the worst facial hair I've ever seen. Every wispy little mustache and beard that doesn't connect that dominate this movie was really exhausting. And he does the coolest move of all time to kill the bad guy. Oh, yeah. He, he slides underneath him and, slides, and just like cuts his balls off. Just cuts his dick off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's hey, like, we're going to have the cool. <laughs> The last fight of the movie is going to be a five-second fight where he just immediately cuts the bad guy's dick off. He just slides under him with a sword and just sort of like, uh, yeah, cuts him in half but through the dick. And doesn't even turn around. He's like, I know I got his dick, and that's his weak spot. <laughs> uh, and then there was the fight with uh, Medivh and the golem, which proves that Medivh is Jewish. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it was a very, very like marvelized feeling ending. But sort of what I love about it is that you're right. Like they clearly like when they when they did this movie and probably spent two hundred million dollars on it, they were like, we're going to make at least ten Warcraft movies over the next like decade or so. Well, do you know how much fucking money it made in China? uh, How much? A lot. Oh my god! Let me look it up. This is insane. I am honestly surprised. Okay. It made forty seven million dollars in the United States. That's a disaster. That is a disaster. That is a fucking failure. Oh my god. It made three hundred and ninety one million dollars internationally. Wow. And the movie cost four hundred and fifty million. Wait, no, the budget was one hundred and sixty million. They said it did the movie didn't break even though. But yeah, well, yeah they probably had a shitload of marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, they use a lot of accounting to make sure that none of them ever technically break even. Yeah. Well, one of one of the things that I think why this movie was so awful is because the main guy, the main like creative guy um, for Blizzard, which is the company that made the game, is this guy named Chris Metzen. He's the guy that you guys remember, like the red shirt kid thing that went viral. Remind me of that. It again? was like a guy. It was a red shirt guy. It was like this, like super nerdy guy that stammers through like a plot point in World of Warcraft and proves why it's like incorrect factually. Chris Metzen is not good at remembering the stuff he has written. I just finished reading The Shattering yesterday, and I noticed something. It said that Falstad Wildhammer was going to be on the Council of Three Hammers, but. In the beta, it's Kurdrin Wildhammer, and Falstad is not in the game at all. What happened to him? Isn't Falstad dead? From uh, Day of the Dragon? No? No, he survived, and in fact, he was the leader of Airy Peak and Vanilla WoW through Wrath of the Lich King. Of course. Yeah, Alex, what's up with that? Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. We're going to get that fixed. Thank you. Bet. And so shit just changes in the Warcraft universe all the time. Like in the original campaign, Ogrim Doomhammer was the guy and they just kept changing shit like that. And I feel there was so many voices in this where like Blizzard wants it to be done a certain way. And the director is this guy that wants it done a certain way that this movie just became like a mess that like a hundred different people wanted input on it, and there was so much money put into it that this movie never had a fucking chance of being even okay. Well, I mean, it's just like it just seemed like uh, the, these cultural properties that get turned into movies. It's just sort of they once they're there in the kind of public consciousness, it's like it's put on a tr- uh, like a train track, and there's only one terminus for that, and it's like being adapted into a movie, or they just want more. They want it on a different platform. They just want more of it, and it just. It creates a situation in which it's impossible for uh, like a, a film to be 
either good or bad. Like it makes it impossible for a movie to be bad in a way that's interesting or funny or fun to watch because like all human input has been taken out of it entirely. It just be, it becomes like a, 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 it takes on a life of its own that is, you know, like a, like a product. I felt really bad, uh, really weird about the fact that they tried to like force in like a romance, like with Lothar and Garona and they had like this Pam and Jim thing going on. Lothar looks at the camera. <laughs> just just doing a knowing wink. Just I, I don't understand how they thought like Garona as a character would work where she's just rude to everyone and then everyone fucking loved her. Well, boys, uh, any any final thoughts on orcs or the Warcraft movie? Um, I thought it was cool when the orc popped that guy's helmet and it, it made a splut sound. Um, I thought it was cool when the orc got his hand shot off. I thought it was cool when Medivh became corrupted and he grew a goatee made out of bones so that you knew he was evil. I like towers. I think people should live in them more. And, um, <laughs> Amen, sir. And uh, yes. while I was watching this movie, I was eating chicken nuggets, and it seemed to match very well. Uh, I, I have a question. Uh, Branson, what is your, your favorite media depiction of orc? Like, what do you think is the, the ideal media orc? I honestly really do like the way that orcs develop in warcraft um like warhammer ones are exhausting they're just like they're like hell rider just shoot motorcycles and shit and then tolkien ones are boring and then like D, they don't know what they want orcs to be because they keep saying oh now we have gray orcs and they're nice well their kingdom got destroyed now we're gonna have these it's like or i don't the, care or the other the other cheap that D&D like is making half orcs you know, or the half orc is a playable, oh, yeah. a playable race, and it's like, no, 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 the orcs, are, the orcs are bad. But when an orc and a human fuck, it makes one that can be good. Yeah, you still feel like a pull of anger <laughs> every once in a while. Like that shit sucks. That shit's exhausting. Just say, oh, you're a cool, strong guy. That's what literally everybody wants with orcs. That's just what people want. They want something that's not an elf, that's not evil, and it's cool, and maybe it's a little angry, but it's strong and it's big, and it likes wearing horns. And it lives in a tent. That's what people want with orcs. They don't want to feel this darkness or this evil. And Warcraft's really the only one that just kind of says that orcs aren't inherently evil. They give orcs a chance, as it were. <laughs> America, let's give orcs a chance. Let's give orcs a chance, folks. Come on. It's let, the 90s. Give it, let Hire them. If they apply, give them a chance. Give the orcs a chance. If they eat one of your uh, one of your sheep or something, just give it three strikes. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, even if their feet are dirty, you got to let them into the store. It's legal. It's legal. It's legal, people. It comes from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, Orc Gang, uh, we should uh, wrap it up there. That was uh, our symposium on uh, orcs, and uh, you know what 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 is the, what is the orc in America today? You know. Um, I don't think we've answered it. <laughs> I, don't think we've, I don't think we've conclusively answered it, but you know, it's it's a not start. even close, sir. It's a start. It's a start. Uh, Branson, uh, thank you for coming on and uh, talking talking orc and Warcraft with us. Uh, the pod, your podcast is episode one, and if uh, you're not listening to that already, what the fuck is the problem with you? You're fucking up. I've never heard of it. Well, it's it's a good podcast. You should check it out. Everyone, check out the gambling episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Till next time. Till next time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>